Hey, Anthony, you, uh, you you packaging up some mail there? For the purposes of this bit, yes, I am. Let's oh. say that I'm packaging up some mail to send to our patrons at the secret mail level. Wow, and, and in this magical fantasy world where you're actually doing that, that, ma- that mail is, is super cool and awesome, right? Yeah, and even in the real world where we actually do it once a month, if you become a patron at the secret mail level, we send you a package every month that is full of interesting things. Uh, previously, we've sent zines, we've sent pins, we've sent art prints, and we have something really amazing coming up this next month that's Patreon com slash we have concerns sure that boy can pilot a spaceship he's a boy he's a boy what is this how does this girl do it science and star wars This is We Have Concerns. <laughs> Hi, Jeff Ganata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, Concerned Citizens. Oh, if you recall, Anthony, way back in our early episodes, I, I couldn't be bothered to tell you which you were, exact You one. were a young man of 49 then. I, that is not accurate. Still Sorry, 52. Oof. Not true. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't be bothered to go back and tell you which specific episode, because that would require preparation and work, which is antithetical to what we do here. But- I will tell you one of our very early episodes. We talked about those intrepid young NASA employees, those scientists that were um, going out into the wilds of Hawaii. Yeah. And pretending to be on Mars, isolating themselves in a camp that was built to be uh, very similar to what we expect a an outpost on Mars might be like. I believe this was the episode that introduced us to Dr. Cool. Dr. Cool's first appearance. Very valuable now. Yeah, if you still have that podcast and the uh, and the corners aren't bent. Yeah, mint condition. Gotta yeah, be mint condition. If you still have that podcast in box, it's worth a lot of oh, money. Man. Why? So many, why you bring this up, Jeff? Well, it turns out I don't know if it is the exact same one because that was that was several years ago we did that. Yeah, but, but that uh, was the plan. Yeah. Oh, that was the plan. We were just talking about the plan. They were supposed to go in for a couple of years. I thought. Well, they went in, but they were only in for eight months. Okay, so this, this is story, maybe the second or third team. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. After uh, the first two killed themselves, it was a bloodbath. It wasn't even real Mars. They could have just left, but they didn't. They ate each other, and it was disgusting. the The second, and third teams really just cre- clean up crews at this point, just to clean up the bloodbath. And I, they're actually they were asked the third, the second, and third teams. Had, uh, had tattoos that were given to them mm-hmm. that said, remember, you're not really in space. Call us if there are problems. Yeah. Love NASA. But you know what they didn't think about? What? Gloves. Gloves and sleeves? They were all wearing gloves and sleeves. And so they all forgot and they worried about the food supply running out and they yeah. murdered each other on fake Mars. Yeah. Anyway, new team just came out. Yeah, new team. First team to survive. Just emerged. We got this as a story uh, posted on our Facebook page in our Facebook group that we have on Facebook. Huh. Where would they find that, Jeff? Facebook.com slash group slash we have concerns, Anthony. On Facebook. Huh. Yeah. Facebook. Uh, this was sent to us by uh, Ivory Coughlin. And uh, Ivory posted the story about uh, the latest Mars research crew emerging from their isolation uh, after eight months. And also the strange cocoons. <laughs> that they somehow wound up in after the satellite, after the security feed went dead for two to three minutes. went out. Came it back and they were in cocoons. Very short period of time. You didn't think anything could happen in that short period of time. No, it was almost like it was like a blip. 
Yeah. It was really weird. And then and the weirdest part is that this was literally Hawaii. Is there's no there's nothing in space. Yeah. There's no weird alien thing going on. I don't understand how, what could have happened. But the feed uh cut out for uh, about 15 to 20 seconds mm-hmm. and when it came back, uh they were all in cocoons. They were in cocoons for uh, 4 to 6 weeks. Yeah. Uh feed went out again, came back, cocoons were gone, crew was there. Everything seems fine. Seems totally fine. Nothing weird. And yet, there's a look in their eyes mm-hmm. that they didn't really have before. You know, a, a strange response to question here or there. Yeah. Something you might like, oh, not yes. even notice. I do, I do love my human wife. Why do you ask? <laughs> yeah. Like An weird shit like that. Phrase. But she is my human wife. Yeah, I know it sounds I, weird, but she's my human wife. Yeah. I too am human. She's delicious slash delightful. I have always been human and I always will be human. <laughs> and maybe something more? Nah, just human. Sorry. I retract that. I take it back. And yet they never left Earth. They were always, always in Hawaii. Just, just on Hawaii. Just Hawaii. You could have gotten a shaved ice like a block away. Yeah, this is Honolulu for God's sake. <laughs> uh, so speaks they came- to the power of suggestion. Yeah. Is what this speaks to. So they came out and what did they learn, Jeff? Uh, oh, so much. So much. Anthony. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, they were in captivity in a. Interesting choice. <laughs> in a. Interesting choice phrase there, Jeff. A vinyl. Uh, Structure. In a vinyl collector's basement. <laughs> it was the most infuriating <laughs> and obnoxious and dusty yeah. eight months anyone has ever spent. What a treasure trove of vinyl. Just like, uh, I don't want to hear about early jazz on 72s. Super rare. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> you, but no, can put, I just play one more No, for you? put the Dave Brubeck back. Yeah, it's good. This is an unreleased track that no, he did. No, stop Dave it. Dave Brubeck 5. If you, I swear to God, if you mm. get out the Astro Gilberto, I'll kill you. I'll murder you. Django Reinhold right here. Reinhardt. No, I'm pretty sure it's Reinhold. I have to get out of this basement. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when... Django Reinhardt and Judge Reinhardt had a baby. <laughs> yeah, and it was and it was, was and it was Reinhardt. it was Reinhardt from Overwatch. <laughs> he was he was uh, amazing in all those movies where he played the guitar. <laughs> um, so they were in they were in these so vinyl were in pods, a vinyl, the equivalent of a two bedroom apartment or whatever. It's mm-hmm. the size of a, a two bedroom apartment, and there were eight of them six of them let me find then uh four men and two women six six NASA six researchers, researchers picked to live in a tube yeah in a two-bedroom apartment so six people in a two-bedroom apartment size is is pretty rough for eight months yeah. and they had uh all of the circumstances were uh set to simulate what it might be like on mars that means anytime they left their little vinyl hut they, they had, had to be in full spacesuits. Which really scared the kids on the beach. <laughs> yeah, it really did. This kid walking by, sipping his uh, his uh, his shave ice, and, and every, every time they passed a kid or any human or any living creature, they had to act like they had found alien life. <laughs> yeah, because that was that part was of the experiment. Happened. You have to Just, live on Mars. It's yes ending. They had to constantly yes end Honolulu. If you're living on Mars and you're following the procedure <laughs> and you run into a kid eating shaved ice, you've got to report that and study the kid and take a sample. And so many of the parents got so mad in the area <laughs> because log. so many so many samples taken from children. <laughs> Captain's log. Thursday, we met strange, fleshy creatures wearing only shorts. They how gave they, us. How do they survive in this environment? This hostile environment. They must have adapted. They gave us strange necklaces 
of connected flower petals. They were so happy to do so. We wore them around our spacesuit necks as we walked through this hostile environment. All I could think about, turning home safely, with their happy faces as they cavorted, hither and yon, with pails and shovels, simple, strange implements that they seem to have crafted out of a plastic substance not seen before on this planet. They're tiny creatures, all of them, very short. Uh, Captain. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry to cut in. Uh, I just uh, wanted to let you know. They're like super into Bruno Mars. What? Yeah, I don't know how they got it, they but they're super into Bruno Mars. Our, they must have intercepted one of our, our Earth transmissions. Captain. Yeah. Here's what's crazy. What's crazy? Lieutenant. They say Bruno Mars is from here. Actual Mars. Oh, my God. And that some of them went to high school with him here in Honolulu. Mars. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh that's true they're very proud of bruno mars in hawaii uh so okay so they had to live exactly like they would have if they were colonizing mars so they had spacesuits anytime they left they had to go in groups of two wearing spacesuits that were pressurized like they would uh and any communication they had with outside the vinyl place vinyl house they called it uh vinylton mm-hmm. vinyl, vinyl north vinylton yeah north vinylton um was delayed by 20 minutes as it would if you were on Mars. So any kind of communication they had. The so if they world, wa- so if they walked up to the guy who was running the shaved ice cart, <laughs> yeah, he would oh, be like, "What so, do you What do you want?" And then they just stand there. <laughs> so frustrating for that guy. So frustrating. Oh my god! I just want to know if you want some of the of the milk on top or not. Coconut, please. God damn it! God damn it! Uh, there's a line. The line <laughs> is getting really, really long. Start date Friday. No milk for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so, so uh they have to be the pressurized suits uh tandem exploration yeah. delayed communication with with the mission base i'm sure supplies were limited as well indeed they had one of their um crew members actually was a uh biology specialist joshua elrich and his whole purpose was to v- Fucking! I'm sorry. His name is actually Joshua Eldritch Horror. It's uh, <laughs> it's a hyphenate. Yeah. Uh, and he started getting a little weird like three weeks in. Yeah. He got uh, he got the, <laughs> the space madness. He got the Honolulu madness. He they got call that. It. He got that Honolulu madness. <laughs> you remember that hit movie starring Elvis Presley and Anne Margaret? <laughs> <laughs> um, his his entire job was to uh, poop daemon this whole thing. He was like uh, poop daemoning the whole situation growing crops uh poop damon style uh-huh uh carrots peppers puck choy chinese cabbage mustard greens radishes tomatoes potatoes of course of course can't poop damon without potatoes nope and tons of parsley and oregano so what did they find was this easy to do like how would what was their experience doing all this uh well they ate so they ate mostly freeze-dried or canned food um and then they they grew food over time uh from, from el Horror over here and um, they turned out, it turned out that they got real agitated with each other over time. No shit. Yeah. Uh, they said they had specially designed sensors that measured their voice levels and proximity to each other in their little uh, 1,200 square foot living space. And the proximity sensors were audible to the people living in the <laughs> space. So it was just all the time just like, beep. You're in my space. You're in my space. You're in my space. 
Dave, could you just back off like two steps? Beep, 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 beep. There's literally no room. There's like literally a, no room to back up. I'm sorry. I wish. I wish I could. Here. Beep, There's six of us beep, in here. Beep, 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 oh, for beep, the love of beep, God. Just, I'm just waiting for the bathroom. It's not my fault. Maybe if you didn't take up. too long in the bathroom. Uh, I'm just waiting outside. Beep, you know uh, how hard it is to pass freeze-dried tr- food, yes! potatoes, and parsley? That's what I'm waiting to uh, do! Uh, meanwhile, back at Mission Command, they don't... The sensors don't have to be audible, Jim. I can turn them down. No, no. Let them be. See how this plays out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, they... So, uh, they said the devices could sense if people were avoiding one another or if they were toe-to-toe in an argument. Oh... <laughs> He said, uh, what we've learned, for one thing, is that conflict, even in the best of teams, is going to arise. <laughs> he said cryptically. <laughs> we said the best people who loved hanging out with each other, top of their class, at and NASA space camp. The best six friends you could ever find. Uh, five of them came out. <laughs> We're not going to say which, which didn't make it, but... I'm, but, but it was it, annoying Jeff, and if you listen to the last episode... You know that. What? I think we just called the annoying guy Jeff. Or maybe that's just me remembering. That's not. Because of my proximity sensor. That's not canon. To you. Uh, For the last three years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I mean... This is the dumbest conclusion to come from. What he do we like? What do we get from this? He says, uh, "What we've learned is it's really important to have a crew that, both as individuals and as a group, is really resilient, able to look at conflict and come back from it. <laughs> we want people that can come back. <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna send people to Mars, we'd really love it if they could come back. It turns out this was an episode of the real world that we we did, and we we really didn't want it to be at all. We wanted it to be." science and uh it turns out that anytime you put people in a place it's the real world mm-hmm. it turns into the real world yeah uh, there's a lot of fucking tons of fucking so much and they were drunk all the time all we don't time. even know how they got alcohol uh, it was all these these weird uh shaved ice containers everywhere oh it was actually i uh, i'm sorry i know how they got the alcohol oh what uh i had one of the associate producers just give them alcohol all the time oh well that does make sense it just, i just felt like it made for a better experiment more entertaining it certainly entertained me for eight months. Can we renew these guys? Yeah. <laughs> we can have them come back on the NASA on the NASA SpaceX challenge, <laughs> the gauntlet. Yeah, which is when which is when uh, the people from NASA's Honolulu uh-huh. fake colony mm-hmm. and Elon Musk's SpaceX fake colony uh-huh. come together to run obstacle courses, get drunk, and fuck. Yeah, it'll run for many many seasons. <laughs> uh, so. So, I mean, I feel like we didn't learn much that we didn't learn much that common sense wouldn't have told us. Well, I suppose so. But this is confirmation of of uh, hypothesis. Sure. Also, they've tested different ways to cope with stress. Oh, OK. And you're going to love what they came up with. Push one guy out of the airlock. Just sacrifice one dude every week based on a series of votes from the other people. The difference between six people in a two room apartment mm. and five people in a two room apartment feels like a lot oh it's it's a, a huge difference it's a a, a factor of one <laughs> um <laughs> um that was my favorite jason statham movie <laughs> factor of one <laughs> uh the study had them when they became overwhelmed anthony i love this what they decided to do was give these these researchers virtual reality goggles that took them Outside the bubble. Oh, you have a personal stake in this. Uh, well, 
as I mean, the, I like as it. VR Jeff. VR Jeff is here, not to be confused with annoying with Jeff. annoying Jeff. Yeah, maybe uh, it was annoying Dave. Yes, annoying it was an Dave. annoying Dave. Yes, you're annoying Jeff. Mm-hmm. I remember now. Oh, I thought you knew the whole time that that's what you were doing. No. <laughs> It just was so natural. No, it was just so sorry. That was my subconscious. I love you. I love you. You're my friend. Yeah, virtual reality devices. That when the proximity sensor was getting a little too crazy, I'm just going to go to my happy place. Literally had happy places that they could go to in virtual reality. They could like. What were people's happy places? Ironically, Honolulu. <laughs> but outside the vinyl they weren't goggles so much as they were, they were vr goggles so much as they were like those old spy tech like periscope goggles <laughs> yeah just outside like those 20 dollar periscope goggles that you could buy and it just like it just let you look at the beach that's right there already <laughs> uh yeah no that it let them uh it took them away to familiar landscapes or places that were where they didn't feel so confined and so cramped huh yeah that's pretty cool actually yeah I mean, I, I do believe that virtual reality and, and things like it will be huge coping mechanisms as we are colonizing space. I mean, right. like you think about living on another planet and like, look, man, other planets don't have shaved ice or oceans or like. Uh, what if we find a planet of just shaved ice? It's like Hoth, but it's look at flavor. We'd destroy it so fast. We would. We would we're awful. We are the locusts. Um, but you think about that. It's like to keep yourself sane on, on a planet like that, to have some semblance of normalcy or, or entertainment or something, like you're going to need something that's fully immersive. Yeah. You have to literally take your mind and your senses off where you are. Yeah. All we want to do is get off Earth. But once we're off Earth, all we want to do is pretend like we're back there for a So time. ironic. Am I right? God. Grass is always greener. There, there is no grass no on grass. our planet. So it's literally greener. It's literally, some things are greener. <laughs> they're, they're not grass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aliens are always greener. So what do you think these guys did as their first, first act outside of the, uh, of the Vinylton? Well, this is, well, before we get there, can I ask you one quick question? Please. Did they find any issues other than interpersonal issues? Did they find any issues with supplies, with safety, with, Everything no, was fine. No, it turned out everything uh, it, it worked really smoothly for eight months. They they grew their own food. I mean, they didn't. It was mostly uh, mostly testing mood and the ability to cohabitate like right. that. So that was really the focus of the study. But they did things that they would have to do in that environment. Gotcha. Uh, but the focus of the study was how how are people going to handle so if, this? So they didn't let food get too scarce, et cetera, et cetera. Right. They kind of were like, okay, we're not going to let these people starve because that's not the point. Although I would like to see how these people turn on each other. I think that's the most important thing. Well, season two. Season two. You got to escalate. Make season it bigger. Season two, make food scarce. Um, what did they do when they got out, Jeff? Shaved ice? Well, close. They ate a really uh, delicious meal of tropical fruits, fluffy egg strata. Uh, they, they just wanted to eat things. Yeah, like regular food. And get the fuck away from each other. Get, yeah. And they, just, they went into a restaurant. Actually, NASA rented a banquet hall, and only the six of them went, and they sat on <laughs> well, like opposite, opposite yeah. corners of the room, and one of them just said, Tell Sally never to fucking talk to me again. It was like that. Uh, it was like my favorite scene in any Batman movie. Where Vicky Vale yeah, and Bruce Wayne salt. are passing the yeah, pass yeah. the salt. It was like that. I will on never purpose. fucking pass. The I will salt never too. fucking pass the salt, Vicky. <laughs> um, that's kind of cool. I, that's 
That tracks. That's what I would have expected. Would you do this? Would you spend eight months in a tiny two bedroom apartment with uh, seven other people? Not if it was in a house. Not if it wasn't real space. True story. I'd go do it if I knew it was real space. To do it in Honolulu and know that there's like Honolulu outside. Well, they did it. I, we should be clear. They I did just it leave. in a portion of Honolulu that looks like Mars. Yeah, of course you know, they did. Uh, Mars By the old J- Navy. Bruno Mars is where Bruno Mars grew up. They did it in Bruno Mars's backyard. <laughs> it looks just like Mars. It looks. You can look out and see the Martian landscape, <laughs> which is what Bruno Mars calls his herb garden. Yeah, I would. If I was my name was Bruno Mars, I would call everything Martian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't do it. I don't think I would do it unless it was actual space. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Think of all of the video games you'd miss. And, uh, and or movies. Yeah, but you'd have all the VR you ever wanted, Jeff. Oh, now I'm in. Now th- I'm in. I think I could do it. As long as I'm not the guy that has to grow the kumquats or whatever we're growing. Yeah. Freaking potatoes. Then I could spend all my time in VR. I think I could do it. I think it would definitely be taxing. Uh, but I wouldn't do it if it wasn't for real space. That's where I land. How you don't want to practice? If it's oh, they'd not, make if it's me. Not, if the stakes aren't there, you don't they care? They would make me practice, I'm sure. Right. But you uh, want real stakes. Yeah. If The end goal has to be I'm in space. This can't be like, we're doing it just for data to give to the people that will go to space. Oh, you don't want to be some f- guy's fucking test. Not, you don't want him to get all the glory when you did all the work. I'm not, I'm not your stand-in, buddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we're going to space, we're going to space. Yeah. Not you. We. How about yeah. you? Would you do this? I don't think I would. No. No, it does not sound pleasant <laughs> anyway. Other than the free trip to Honolulu, but... Really, you don't even get to but it's like a biz- it. It's like the worst business trip to Honolulu. <laughs> it's not even like, oh, I only had a couple hours in between my conference and the airport. Yeah. And I got to like, I got to like have one good meal or like see the beach or whatever and take my shoes up. No, it's not even that. It's like you fly into Honolulu, you're taken to a vinyl dome yeah. where you live for eight months and then you're whisked away. That's terrible. You could be like, I want to go snorkeling. We're in space, Jim. But it's like driving a space snorkel. Then. It's like driving your kid past a circus to get a tetanus shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which my father used to do to me every year. Well, that taught you something. Didn't built it? me character. Yeah. Uh, the character that I'll need when I go to space. <laughs> uh, would you guys do this? Yeah. Are you, are you going in for eight months? Would you do it for the good of the data? Would you do it in space? What's seven? Not everybody wants to go to space, Jeff. What seven people would you choose to, to cohabitate with? Mm, and That's what five question. albums yeah. and three books <laughs> And two video games. And a partridge in a pear tree. And a partridge in a pear tree. And you can hashtag those. Dr. Cool, who did not appear in he this didn't episode. Even appear, but he was always lurking. When there was only one set of footprints <laughs> on the Martian sand, that is when Dr. Cool was operating on you without you knowing on his sweet mobile electric skateboard operating table. That's how he, that's how he does it. Dope.